Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, what will, I, what will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as a manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, how much do you owe my master? He answered, a hundred jacks of olive oil. He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 50. Then he asked another, and how much do you owe? He replied, a hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and make it 80. And his master commanded the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation that are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve the master, two masters, for the slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Good morning, family. Good morning. It is a joy, joy, really joy for me to be here with you in the most joyful hour of the week. I used to call this our happy hour with our Lord as a community of faith. So let us start in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ay, ay, ay. Today's gospel is in many ways the rarest parable Jesus ever told. This is a story of a dishonest manager who worked for a man no much better than himself. When the story of this manager's deceitfulness reaches his boss's ears, he commends the manager for his dishonest attitude. The manager asks himself, what shall I do? He is 
too weak for even the simplest manual labor available, and he's too proud to beg. At least he is honest with himself, even if he has been dishonest in his job. So it doesn't take him long to come up with a plan. Betty, very cleverly, he decided to take advantage of his position before he knew the news, before the news gets out that he has been fired. He had a good memory. He knew who owed his master the greatest debts, and a couple of quick calls put him back in business. It was a very clever thing to do. It was carefully dishonest, but it was unquestionably shrewd. Look at the master's reaction. Instead of firing the manager first for squandering his wealth or later for cutting his profits, the master commends the manager for acting shrewdly. Why on earth would he do this? Nobody wants to be known as a squanderer, but that is exactly what this parable called us to become. We are to become squanderers of the riches entrusted to us. I know that doesn't, not, that doesn't make sense given the advice most of us have grown up with. But that is how parables work. They challenge us to see and live in a new and in a different way. That is the challenge set before the rich man in today's gospel. He entrusted to another man the care of his riches. Every day he chose what he would do with those riches how he would care for and use them, where and with whom he would invest them. Every day he chose to squander those riches. He scattered, spread, and put out the riches entrusted to him. That was not what the rich man expected or wanted. Like the rich man, we know what we want to get with our money. We weigh the costs and benefits when deciding how to use our riches, whether our riches are monetary or non-monetary. The last thing we want to do is squander them, or even worse, have someone else squander them. The truth is that every one of us has been entrusted with riches. Money is probably the first one we think of, but it is not the only one. Our time, our presence, our relationships are riches all of us have. Faith and the church are riches. Our ideas, skill, and talents are riches. Love, mercy, compassion, and forgiveness are among our riches. Every day, we decided how we will use our riches, what we will do with them, 
who will receive them and from whom they will be withheld. The rich man in us wants to protect and grow our riches. That is what we have been taught. There is nothing necessarily wrong with this, but there is a danger. The danger is that our riches began ends in themselves rather than the means to restore life, create new possibilities, and reconcile relationships. The rich man protects and withholds, but the manager squanders, even when he has been caught and it, and it is in trouble, he continues to squander. He calls, he, he calls in the master's debt, debtors and begins to forgive debts. He offers release and freedom from an obligation that could never be repaid. He gives them the opportunity for a new life he reconciles then and the rich man with a new relationship. That sounds like what God is doing in the world. Even after charges has been brought and accounting demanded and he about to be fired, the manager's actions never changed. It is the rich man who changes. He now praises the manager the rich man aligns himself with and approves of the squanderer and of the squandering. From the beginning of the gospel to its end, the manager is an squanderer. But you know, our God is the ultimate squanderer. God is always scattering and spreading, squandering all that he is and all that he has into the life of his people. That never ends. Every day God spends the riches of his life on us. We are called to do the same. God called us to consider our power and what we are doing with it, with it in our relationships. How are, how are we using our power to better the life those around us? How are we using our power to further subjugate those who have less power than us? Do we understand that we will have to make an accounting of our dealings to God who has already canceled the debt we could not hope to pay? My siblings in Christ, I invite you to be a squander, a pooler of God's love, Squander love on, on God, on your neighbor, your enemies, and yourself. Pour forgiveness and reconciliation on those who have hurt and betrayed you. Squander your prayers for everyone, everywhere. Squander compassion on the poor, the sick, the oppressed. Hold nothing back. Go live a life well lived, pouring God's love in everyone who cross your way. Because after all, that's what Jesus did. And we want to do what he did. Don't you?
And the people of God says, Amen.